This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love James Bond movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from a hotel room in Miami on Thursday, February 28th, Two Oceans 13. Last night I did a Benson movie interruption at CineFamily of 007's 23rd outing, Skyfall, with co-interrupters Matt Myra, Sarah Silverman, and Wayne Fetterman, and I will play the audio from the beginning of that show at the conclusion of this mini boner ep. Uh, this one will have to hold you for a week or so because I'm leaving tomorrow on the 311 cruise. And if knowing that is going to give you the bright idea of robbing my home, please do. I've got a lot of worthless crap lying around that I would appreciate someone taking off my hands. 
Speaking of 311, the greatest movie ever rolled will finally be available for download on Monday, March 11th at chill.com. Watch me and DLM 12 guests of Christmas champ Graham Elwood tell jokes, suffer from road rage, and play the Leonard Malton game with audience members, <laughs> audience members in clubs in seven cities, Ann Arbor, Peoria, Chicago, Des Moines, Houston, Omaha, that's where 311's from, and Oklahoma City, plus Burbank. If you pre-order it now at chill.com, you can get it for only $6.40. That's less than a dollar a city. Yeah. Uh, there was a problem with the Dining with Doug and Karen Oscar episode. Uh, if you tried to download it, uh, you may have gotten an episode of Janet Varney's JV Club instead. But uh, I hear that the problem has been fixed, and I say you should listen to both of those podcasts for free. Yesterday I recorded an episode of Burt Kreischer's podcast, Burtcast, which will be available soon uh, for free also on iTunes. All right, enough with the plugging. Here's the first few minutes of my interruption of Skyfall, and as always, Dame Judy Dench is a shithead. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm so excited about every time we do this, it gets better. And then the next time we do it, it's going to be Cloud Atlas. <laughs> so that's going to be, that could be a bit of a dive. Who's, who's going to come sit through the two hour and 45 minute, plus we'll add an intermission, Cloud Atlas. And of those people, who have seen Cloud Atlas already? Interesting. And so I get a feeling some of you want to come back and be like, yeah, I fucking hate this movie. And others want to come back and be like, see, it's not so bad. So it's going to be an interesting screening. Maybe we should uh, maybe give everybody a letter or something as they walk through the door, like a sign to hang around their neck, for or against. And, uh, and, you, and you flip it over at the end of the movie. Because you may, you may decide to love it or decide to ha still hate it. Anyway, uh, I'm sort of excited about that. But I am insanely happy to be doing Skyfall. When Skyfall was coming out in November, I got this great idea. And I think I said it out loud at one of the shows that I wanted to do every single James Bond movie. Like, like make it a series over the next three years. We do like one James Bond movie a month, uh, starting from the very beginning, going all the way through. And, uh, and then they told me that the studio, uh, MGM or whatever, uh, was like, well, you, because I wanted to do Dr. No around the time Skyfall was opening. They're like, you can't do any James Bond movies until uh, March or February. And I was like, you motherfuckers. I'm not going to do any now. And I was so excited about it. I was so into it. But I still might do it. But uh, we'll see how this goes. This is the first James Bond movie I've ever interrupted. And I love James Bond movies. Uh, I, I, you know, and I think 
Like most James Bond aficionados, there's things that you think are the best thing that happened in James Bond movies, and then there's the worst things, like in Moonraker, when James Bond took a hovercraft onto the ground, you know, drove it down a real street, and a pigeon did a double take. That is probably, for me, the lowest moment in the history of James Bond movies, but everybody probably has one. <laughs> and, uh, and so Skyfall for me is not as great as everybody made it out to be, but it's still, I'm still grateful that it's a James Bond movie and that it exists and I wish they would take my notes for the next one. <laughs> Bring the naked silhouettes back to the opening credits. <laughs> Anymore. That went away. Just relax and make him make it a sexy thing again, and and more, which I will share with you during the during the uh, the showing of this movie. And Javier Bardem may may indeed have gotten robbed of not only uh, a nomination but perhaps the Oscar itself, because no villain has ever pulled his own teeth out. <laughs> With such shocking results. I gotta get my guests out here because they're, they're an a, uh, absolute array of... Uh, each one of them has had a different experience with Skyfall. Uh, leading up to tonight, which is exactly how I like it, and I'm lucky it worked out that way. So, uh, please welcome my friends Wayne Federman, Matt Myra, and Sarah Silverman. <laughs> so sit, go sit down that way. Yeah, that's good right there. And you, whoever wants to be right there, can and then two in that. Uh, Okay. okay. So so somebody sit here, take the mic that's closest right. to there, and go there. And then yeah. That's perfect. And then Wayne just sit right there. And yeah, grab, grab this mic. Hopefully it'll reach. We gotta test the mics. This part of the show. Great. It's fun to talk to you guys, but mostly we're just checking the mics and making sure that everybody. Yeah, get the ones the right corresponding. Okay. Now why did we come at it from three different places? I don't understand the question. That's Wayne Fetterman, ladies and gentlemen. I asked incomprehensible Out of the gate. Wayne Fetterman is always, why this? Why that? Why did you do what? You said we came at it from three different perspectives. Oh, okay. Uh, right, you got right to it. I appreciate that. I'm sorry that I... Uh, sorry, I'm sorry I listened. I'm sorry I insinuated that that was a crazy question. Because you have seen the motion picture one time... Uh, yes. Sarah has seen it zero times, and our friend Matt Myra uh, has seen Matt. it nine times. Matt. Nine times. You're a weirdo. So he is, weirdo, he is armed for bear. He knows what he likes, he knows what he dislikes. If the guild sends you a screener, yeah. you watch it seven times. That's in the rules. I didn't vote for anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you got the screener, yeah. and you just put it on. I'll watch, I'll put things on on a, kind of a loop, like I had Les Mis on a loop for a while. Yeah. I, had, I had Argo on a loop for a little bit. Right. But I, nothing I, like my obsession a few years ago when I couldn't stop watching Up in the Air. Go ahead, Wayne. <laughs> you were going to say? 
Uh, I was going to say, I do the opposite. When I get screeners, I try not to see them at home. Try to only see movies in the theater. Well, I, I already put in two movies. There's eight of us. For the record, I had already seen it. I saw it at the Grove one time, and then I saw it at the Universal Cinema IMAX. IMAX? Yeah. Okay. This thing was He's really, Matt has really experienced this movie beyond any, and no one here has seen it more than nine times, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you win. You win. Congratulations. The what? Nothing. What was it? And didn't the guy you watched it on your American iPhone? Beauty direct this movie? He sure did. Sam, Sam Mendez, Mendez, who was uh, related to Tony Mendez, who got all those people out of Iran. And the Menendez brothers, right? No. That's racist. Uh, let's talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Oh, hi. <laughs> you don't have to get up. They know what you look like. Back to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are. She hasn't seen it. She You've has never it. seen this, this particular James Bond. No, I have not. And, and excited, excited, excited to be here. Yeah. It's a fun way to see uh, this movie, I think. You know? I, I, I wish... I'm going to see uh, Last Stand as the next movie we're going to do. With Arnold, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm not going to see it before that night. What a, what a fun way to see that movie for the only time I'll ever see it. With a microphone in my hand. I, I, I am addicted to this. If Cinefamily would let me do it every night, I would just do this. Ah, uh, they could make it! Every night! Yeah, the public is the interruption Let's theater. Do it every night. <laughs> we got to run that by Hadrian and Halim. And I don't know how that's gonna. I don't know how that's gonna fly. Um, There's a theater in LA where a guy just talks over every movie. <laughs> no, it's not a Magic Johnson theater. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, come on! The Magnus thing was more racist. The thing is not more racist. I know, but they need to think it was. Tonight, should the three of us just put our microphones down? I don't know. What's You've seen it nine times. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna spoil every surprise? No, but I have watched the uh, commentary by the director and the separate track by the producers. So if you guys want to know any behind the scenes fun, I'll give it to you. Just tweet me while we're the movies happening. All right. I don't, I don't like the sound of that. Too interactive. <laughs> it's too much. Interactive. I literally cannot think of a movie I've seen in the last ten years nine times. No, someone hates Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably haven't seen any of that many times. But he saw it two of the times were with different commentary tracks on. Yeah, that counts, right? It does, but not really. Okay, well then I watched it seven times. <laughs> <laughs> two in movie theaters. Four in movie theaters. All right. Four in a movie theater. Fair enough. Yeah. Now it's suddenly 12. Well, <laughs> I mean 11. 
<laughs> so, it's not. Why are we getting that crazy feedback? What, are we doing anything wrong? Uh, you know, it's just that's what this part of the show is for, Wayne. We discuss uh, things while the sound people work out the kinks. <laughs> we do a sound check in front of the audience. You get more for your dollar here. Yeah, yeah. And we, and we say jokes and stuff. Does, does, sibilance, sibilance. Counting. Yeah. I, uh, I can't stop listening to the Pitch Perfect soundtrack. Ridiculous. The whole. <laughs> in the movie, they're like, "This is oh, your songs are your acapella song. Uh, that what's that band? Uh, Abba. Your song is so uh, not Abba. Ace of Base. Uh, yeah, that song in the movie, it's like, oh, you're singing this. Sure, with an Aerosmith. Yeah, no, it's Ace of Base, and they're like, you're singing this corny old song. You need to update that. But when it comes on, when I'm listening to it, I love it. And, and it's like this shitty song in the movie. No, it's all good. It's so good. It's really... Yeah, I would put it up there right with the time they performed it on Full House. <laughs> they did I Saw the Sign on Remember? Full yeah. House? Remember? Yeah. Stephanie Tanner's band at the Smash Club. <laughs> wow, you've seen that nine times. Sure have, been. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, I gotta get older friends. Everyone too decent to heart. Oh, that beat is what? Yeah. Sweet. I think we're good with the microphones now. Cool. And uh, I'm gonna stop the recording now. Uh, whoa, 12 minutes. Where does that go, though? Hey, Doug, let me ask you a quick question. What okay. was your biggest uh, disappointment besides in the uh, Academy Awards, as far as, not as the show, I don't want to talk about that, but... Uh, like, Who won or lost? Yeah, were you in any way disappointed? Besides, obviously, Sarah right here was up, was in a movie, it was up for Best Animated, loved it. Wreck-It Ralph. I don't that, know was, that was probably my biggest disappointment. I, I just don't, I didn't get brave. I didn't understand it. <laughs> really, what I think you'll all agree with is that uh, Skyfall should have won for everything. Except for Best Song. <laughs> the thing it did win. Well, listen. And it won one other thing, right? Uh, sound editing. I love that there's sound editing and sound mixing, and people at home are going, I know yeah. the difference. Yeah. The two guys that won for editing, then, um, they both have really long hair. They're both from the amazing Bert Wonderstone. <laughs> Isn't it funny that they, they, their, their passion is cutting, but they clearly. <laughs> They were long-winded. <laughs> Did you guys hate that, them playing the Jaws theme to get people off? I kind of enjoyed it. I, I thought it was funny. It. Like, Some people thought it was cruel. Well, the first time it's the visual effects guy who's going to spout the, uh, the woes of the visual effects industry and they're playing him off at the Jaws thing and you're like, ah, oh, fuck you guys. But then when they did it again, I was like, all right, I'm on board. If I ever won an Oscar, I'd go into, I'd go into something really political knowing that they were going to cut me off and then leave and then make everybody wonder what I was trying, what statement I was trying to make. I kind of enjoyed the, uh, with Tarantino, that they'd gone with the wind, which I thought was a nice little pun, too. Right? What? 
What happened? Didn't they play him off with the theme to Gone with the Wind? I know that's an older movie. You're probably not familiar with it. But <laughs> they probably... It was long-winded or because Django Unchained was like at that time? Yeah. They, time. I think they played him off with some maybe some music from Django Unchained. No. You who, sure? Who can back me up? Back him up. It was Gone with the Wind? That's what he says. It's true. Just trust him. It's way fucking better, Did you write it on the internet? Because then it's true. I might be wrong, but that was the way I remember. Yeah, that, like, make, seriously, it was that like, makes that, sense. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, oh, maybe they have, you know, because they have queued up all the play. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. For whoever wins. I also thought it was a nice touch to keep the band at the Capitol Records <laughs> up the fucking street. Holy shit, how do they do that? Like, how do they trust the timing of it? It's weird. It's weird because it's supposedly they did it to save money. But the bullshit of it was like we're celebrating music and film. Band out the fucking door. Go down the street. But didn't didn't Adele have her band there? Yeah, she sure did. Because that's Adele. You don't fuck with Adele. <laughs> but she right Sam. She had her band and the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's true. Wasn't a joke. The guy who went ah. That was true. And they were I think he was laughing that you oh, know sorry, that you be friends later or have that information at the ready. That was the gay men's chorus of Los Angeles. It was. You sure it wasn't the San Bernardino outfit? <laughs> San Bernardino outfit. Let's watch. Uh, what do you say we watch Skyfall? Let's roll it. <laughs> Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in 